0: On Second Shot, we tackle two new headlines every week to find out what kind of wisdom the world is dishing out today. And we want you to be a part of that. When you see a headline you want to take a second shot at, or if you're looking for advice, or just want to tell us what you think of the show, email us at secondshotcast@gmail.com. at gmail.com. If you like what you hear, rate us on iTunes. This helps us move up in the ratings so more people will see us. And if you want to hear more, subscribe to the show so that the new episodes will get straight to you every single Friday. We love you. Thanks for listening and enjoy. Heath Oaks is a millennial mogul whose ignorance on fire led him to
1: fail his way to success. Jenny Anchondo is an Emmy award-winning journalist whose sharp eye and biting wit have led to her storied career in television. Together, they tackle today's headlines in a way only an odd couple with a dash of perfect opposite can. So kick back, relax, and join the conversation. This is Second Shot
0: with your hosts, Heath and Jenny. All right, now we're back here for Second Shot. Now, the interesting thing is... What? You should have seen Zach and Matt. You should have seen this. This is pretty incredible. I'm not going to lie. Uh-oh. Uh-huh. So, as y'all know, Brighton is all girl. Uh And as much as I've done everything in my power, it's it's (laughs) you can't help it. It's lonely (laughs) at the top. Uh, She straight up... You know, we've talked several times about her trying to put her mama's high heels on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. There's yeah, There's a difference of of some of the little girls that will put like their mama's high heels on, and Brighton puts them on and walks all over the house in them. Like, I mean, oh, she rocks it. And I'm not okay. talking. To, you know, Jenny doesn't have short high heels. They're, sure. She literally puts a them on inch minimum, and walks all over the house with no problem. Really? <laughs> it's absolutely incredible. It's a good balance
2: the girl can work it yeah it's about time she start you know i don't know if it's going to be a modeling career a speaking career something to start earning her keep so she's right. going to need her professional you know business wear on
1: yeah <laughs> those, those blasted child labor laws just get right in the way of that, <laughs> I, don't
0: know. They? Yeah. I know. It screws get her busy. Us up every time yeah somebody's got to pay rent what's <laughs> the know. deal here yeah
1: i know Food ain't cheap charlie's no help either what's the what's the secret to walking on high heels when you're how old is she now I mean she's, be. she's, she's going two. to be
2: 2. She's not even at 2 at the end of May. Right. Yeah. She's going to be 2. The secret is confidence. <laughs> she is ignorance on fire right. like her and dad. <laughs> hasn't hasn't sh-
0: <laughs> taken a couple tumbles, I'm sure. She literally has no fear when it comes to anything um Scaring or daring, you're just whatever. Sure. Does, th-
3: does she have like a character that she does when she's walking around in high heels? Does she act a different way? Um, or
2: like mama, a, mama, that's mama. That's a good yeah. Question. yeah, she's more yeah. so trying to show us, like, mama. You know, like, yeah. look. Yeah, I can do it. She does everybody in pairs too. Okay. Like when she talks to people or about people, she says mama dada, Gigi Pop, which is Heath's parents. Um, Gaga the- Peppy, which are my parents. Oh man. And then her nanny's <laughs> name is Irma, and she calls her Irma Tina. And Brighton's middle name is Valentina. So she calls her Irma like they're a duo, you know, like they're a pair. Like sure, we've yeah. got Mama and dad. I got Pepe, Peppy Irma <laughs> <laughs> I
3: gotta These the teams. I gotta start yeah. sliding over for dates. I gotta get in here. I know. Well, yeah, I know. It's good. Yeah.
2: She, like what's what's she gonna? She might call you Zach Matt. I don't Zach, know. Yeah, exactly.
1: I'll take I'll take Zach Matt. I'm fine with that. <laughs> yeah. I love it. Is she doing makeup yet? Lipstick, Ma- oh, mascara. God. She okay. wants. To? She tries okay. to. Yeah. She's I have
2: trying. Well, and we got her a plastic set, but it was like a no go. She's very disinterested in the plastic <laughs> set. She wants the real thing. So I have three brushes that will give her to kind of. Sure. You know play with and stuff like that so
0: yeah every time mom her mama doing her makeup she comes over there mama mama lips mm-hmm. and she mama, says brush 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 yeah. <laughs> i love
1: it that's funny well speaking of um, domestic affairs a texas woman uh, <laughs> allegedly attacks her husband after getting silence When asked if she's pretty, yes, Lizeth Ramirez, uh, 20, was arrested late Tuesday after allegedly assaulting her common-law husband after he didn't respond. When she asked if she was pretty, according to the report, uh, they were headed back from the movie theater on their way out. She asked her husband uh, if she was pretty. He claims he didn't hear her. (laughs) Of course he does. She she got upset. Uh, During their ride home, she allegedly hit him repeatedly. At home, (laughs) she continued to hit him and even assaulted a family member who tried to intervene. (laughs) Uh, She was charged with two counts of assault
3: and family violence. He learned Um, a valuable lesson. It's always a trap. That question is always a
2: trap. (laughs) Well, hold on. He didn't didn't How about he starts listening? Oh, all right.
1: Uh,
0: Second shots on this, gang. I can tell you this. Men listening, do not go silent when your (laughs) wife asks, is she pretty? Hey,
2: babe, have I ever asked you that? No. No. Because here's the thing. You do not ask what you do not want the answer to. Oh. And also, if... It's just like sometimes you just don't want to hear it. Sometimes I mean, usually when someone's asking that, there there's some sort of insecurity there, right? You're sure. already kind of feeling insecure, which is why you're asking for the assurance. But if I'm feeling insecure, I don't want to draw attention to it. So I do not ask.
1: That's funny. I had a totally different pitch on this. I was gonna say you don't ask because you don't you don't need no man to tell you that you're that you're gorgeous. All right. You go out there and you rock the heels and, and you're fine. Yeah. That's right. Lizeth Lizeth needs a little Miss Ramirez needs a little confidence, is what she needs.
2: Well, there had to have been so much more behind that because mm. I'm guessing that if he had been making her feel really adored and and loved and y- you know outside beauty is one thing but like really just cherished, there would be no need to. Ask the question.
1: That's compelling.
3: So and it's really also like, no need to just attack someone for uh, for not answering the. I question refuse I mean, to
2: judge her for that attack. <laughs> <laughs> I'd, I'd
1: love to. I'd love to know what movie they were coming out of. You know, what prompts <laughs> yeah. a question like that and a response uh, from 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 a. And young to have the event. violence built
0: up just just go off on yeah. it. Yeah. So I, when I thought about it, I thought about it, that's that one bid that that God wishes he didn't miss. And whatever was going on in his yeah, mind. We,
2: we need to talk deeper about what bids are because the um, a bid we've talked a lot. Have, have we gone into this on the I, podcast? I don't think so. I don't so, think so. Okay. Okay. so okay, Zach, this is going to be key for you okay. in your marriage. Okay. hold on. I'm so listening. Pay yeah. close attention. So,
0: so the Gottman Institute, G O T T M A N. Doctor Gottman is known big time in the relationship world, and the amount of research that they did, um, they got a lot of science backing a lot of things in relationships. Basically, to give a quick rundown, Zach, is he literally, they had a lot of couples live in and study them in these apartments for years where they had a camera. They had little monitors, up uh, little, little patches on them to test, like, blood pressure spikes and, and all rates. that to get oh, heart man. rates as things happened. And literally, these people just lived there like normal for whatever amount of time, and they just watched, filmed it all to have science... Data with what you should do with your partners, right? Oh, wow. Okay. And right.
2: So it's, the, it's a research based approach yes. to relationships. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah.
0: So one of the interesting things when I heard this, and and, and guys are notorious for this. Um, I mean, but women, you are you, you can do this. You can as okay. well. But <laughs> okay. But <laughs> hold on. Yeah, we don't know where this is going. Yeah. But
3: I see a headline being formed right now. Here it comes.
0: One of the biggest data points that came out of that whole research to them was. Um, that missing bids is one of the most vital things in relationships. So one thing they found out was that the six-year follow-up, after all the people that left it, they did six-year follow-ups, okay? Um, couples that had stayed married turned towards one another 86% of the time. Couples that had divorced averaged only 33% of the time. Turned towards. So I mean turn towards if your partner is not Um, not happy or um has an (sighs)
2: issue or wants to discuss you turn toward instead of turning against like
0: physical okay
2: right well well it's it's physical and it's sort of like in the Mm. the idea of turning towards someone instead of away from them like if you're like for example even if you're dealing with something too right so if i'm dealing something with something and i go to zach then time you know if i go to zach nine times out of ten and go to heath only one well guess what's going to happen to my relationship with heath Mm -hmm. right so it's like i'm turning away from him with my issues right Okay. yeah Yeah.
0: and and so part of that turning towards is is for a bid And, and so it's knowing when when your spouse or something has a bid that you so like for instance when that young lady said do i look pretty okay it, that wasn't really your asking to look pretty like she it was something she else was trying that, to have that, contact. just want to have a contact right, whatnot right he yeah. missed that bid obviously and paid totally. for it okay yeah. so
2: like a bid could also be um if just walking in the front door and saying oh, oh hey how are you and if you're like look i'm busy or or you know just like really short like that that's sure. that's one missed sure. bid yeah. okay five minutes later they say hey babe do you want dinner hey look i'm really in this thing okay so that's two missed bid you know uh 30 minutes later hey did you want to watch a movie three minutes but they're out like like you're miss. Oh, if man. you're constantly missing these bids what we've yeah. learned through this research is that eventually they stop trying like you only get so many before someone then turns away from you and,
0: and that's the thing is you don't have to miss you don't have to hold yourself to an accountability of get every bid but it's you can't miss more than than what you're getting so a bid is any attempt from one partner to another for attention affirmation or affection or any other positive connection. Um, they can show up in very simple ways. You know, like, um, for instance, you know, if um, it's if, so like, hey, let's go get the chess board. You're like, I don't want to play chess. Yeah. Well, They're just really saying, I just want to kind of play around with you and have fun. Yeah. You know, that, that's what that really meant. So you missed that bid. Yep. You know, if there's like, hey, can you do those dishes? Um, well, I don't have time right now. Well, look, you, you get you need to pick that uh, bid up. That man. sometimes you need okay. to show up and just do the dishes. Yeah, and, and 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 to show that you're actually in this with them, right? It's so that's what a bid is, and it, and that was like the clearest indicator of the divorce. And not was that eighty six percent time turning towards and going and and, and connecting with the bids versus oh. the people who didn't.
2: So they're, I mean, they're only missing fifteen percent of bids. That's a lot. I, I, I mean, you know, it is a high standard when you look at that and think, gosh, I can only, you know. Sure. I gotta be on point at least eighty six percent of the time. This could be
1: a whole show.
3: Yeah. So from from your experience, is it enough to um simply acknowledge the bid and just say, you know, so for instance, if my wife came to me mm-hmm. and said, Hey, um, uh, do you wanna do the dishes? If I were if I were to give an answer like, I no, I'm not gonna do that or I'm busy right now, that's clearly not. But if I were to say, Yes, I'm doing this right now, but in ten minutes I will do the dishes, is that is that something that Like, could that diffuse the situation? That counts.
2: But here's the other thing, too, with the initial question. You probably didn't mean to phrase it that way. But when someone says, do you want to do blank? But they're actually kind of telling you to do something. (laughs) Right. that's, That's just not really like a great way to start the conversation. Yeah. So her saying, like, do you want to do this? Well, then. Like, okay, are you really asking, do I want to? Because of course the answer is going to uh, no. be no. Yeah, like, the answer is Hey babe, no. would you mind helping me yeah. with this? Then that's a, like a more authentic ask, which might get a more authentic, you know, bid back. Or like, yeah. you might be more likely to say, yeah, sure, you know, I'll help you with that.
3: Well, I, I've heard about that in communication where, you know, if you have a problem with someone and you go to them and say, hey, I want to talk about this thing, right now may not be the best time, but you can at least say, I hear you that you want to talk to me let's set it let's say let's talk in an hour or i hear that
2: you want to know if you're pretty <laughs> <laughs> right
3: i understand you want to know if you're pretty let's discuss this in uh, in an hour when we're
0: well one thing to take away from that though Matt is is that in, if you did that one thing to keep in mind would be that maybe your wife is not thinking you're pulling you know you you're, you're expecting everything on her and that you're not sure. letting her know that you appreciate that she does the dishes you know and so maybe you keep that in the back of your mind that the next day you come in, maybe you bring her a thank you card and say, Look, I I, I see all the things you do and I want you to tell you no, I appreciate it. Or every now and then maybe it's that reminder to go just do them without her asking. That's like picking yeah. up on that. He brings know home that thank a, you
2: cards for me constantly. <laughs> that's that, crazy. That's wow. that frustration. I'm just kidding.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's that frustration thing of just reminding that not to miss out on those bids on it all. And you know, and I think maybe because we got some more stuff to go into with this. We could. So oh why don't we gosh, save some I of know. that for the third segment come back to that? What do yeah. you think?
2: Yeah, I think that's a right. great idea. I do not. I, I see your bid. I raise it by 10. Uh. And I will meet you in the third segment. All <laughs> right. We'll be back in the
0: second segment <laughs> of Second Shot. He makes up words.
1: She translates them. Heath and Jenny host more of Second Shot coming up on
0: RNCN. Ignorance on Fire, a journey of felling your way to success. It is time for you to finally go get my book. You can get it in a hard copy. You can get it through reading it on your iPad or your Kindle. And you can also get it with this beautiful redneck voice of mine in audiobook style at audible.com or anything like that. So amazon.com. You can download the Kindle or paper and you can get it on the audiobook style. You've been hearing us talk about it forever and you've been trying to tell your friends, I'm going to get it one day. Today is the day. Go get it. And it will change your life. Get after it today. Ignorance on Fire, A Journey of Failing Your Way to Success, written by none other than myself. Thank you, love you, and go pick it up today. Stop. Go. Now.
1: Ready? Aim. Fire. Second Shot is back for another round on RNCN.
0: I'm just hoping that if you ever ask me if you're pretty that I actually hear it or I'll be, the next thing you know, be beat up and laid up in the back or something.
2: I won't ask. I probably will never ask you that, honestly. I'm too, I have too many insecurities of my own to actually come out and ask that, if I'm being totally honest with everyone who's listening. I would never ask anybody that. I would be like, oh, do, do I have a hair out of place or something? But I feel like if someone wants to give me a compliment, especially my husband, he will give it. So don't worry, you will not miss that bit. How are
3: you on accepting compliments? Because I've run into a lot of people who, when I'm trying to genuinely be nice, mm-hmm. and they're they're like, no. And I know this was something that we talked about when we had... The dappler, dapper, uh, dapper, diplomat, diplomat. On, um, about how important it is to accept a compliment and not just give one.
2: It's a learned skill, and I yeah. think that in order to receive it, you have to sort of like believe it yourself. Right. Otherwise, the compliment kind of falls on deaf ears. So if I'm feeling like, like, for example, when I was pregnant or something, like you should, uh, for for me, I did. I felt very just unattractive. So if Heath were to be like, "Oh, you look beautiful," or you know. It was just like no I don't just stop <laughs> yeah but at the same time I still want him to say that if he thinks that right. but I also don't want him to say that to make me feel better sure you know what I'm saying yeah. and I think you can tell if a compliments genuine and it's much easier to accept it if you like really feel the love from that person and you're like wow you really think that oh my gosh
1: yeah sometimes acting out of character will present like a vulnerability from a person that you just don't expect mm-hmm. you know when somebody says something you're like wow I wouldn't expect you to say that like it's because they're being vulnerable and honest and real yeah. and like mm-hmm. that's so much
0: that's so valuable.
1: Um, We've got
0: Dr. Phil. Hey, I'm, 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 I'm going to play Dr. Phil. Please do. Okay. Let's call this Dr. Phil show. The Dr. Phil Go show. Go ahead. Hello. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh, my gosh.
2: You guys, Heath's voice. Okay, quick sidebar. A family friend who uh, lives in Idaho, where I'm from, had only seen Heath in person and never heard his voice and saw him on an Instagram story and thought that he was impersonating an accent. <laughs> nice. <laughs> They're like, oh my gosh, that's so funny! His act, I'm like, no, that's like his voice. That's (laughs) a cool bit? She did
0: not, uh, she did not picture, I mean, or hear the sound of my voice. What she pictured of me and saw Uh me was so funny.
1: Oh man, welcome to radio, right? That's broadcasting (laughs) in general. Okay, okay. we 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 should talk about this other headline, right? Because I actually really want to talk about this. This this sounds really cool. Uh, How the IKEA effect. Subtly influences how you spend the Ikea effect This is a three-page monster of an article, but I'm gonna sum it up for you very quickly What this is right what the Ikea effect is according to this study is this idea that the labor Alone that you put into something can be sufficient to induce greater liking for the fruits of that labor and what that means for anybody out there who's not reading between the lines is when you go to Ikea and you spend a lot of money on a dresser and you got to go home and you got to build it and put it together yourself somehow putting it together, putting in the work makes you like it more because you had to go to the trouble to do it. Even though it was more work and time and energy and you got a bunch of paper cuts, like somehow going home and spending an afternoon doing that makes you think, man, I value this more because I went to the trouble. And I think even if the dresser is
3: of lesser quality than you could have just bought somewhere else is yeah. part of the
1: part of the equation. And even right? if you pay that, that Ikea premium, right? A yeah. little bit extra for like that sweet Ikea uh, uh, brand. <laughs> uh,
2: yeah, That giant bag they give you all the yeah. stuff in. There.
1: Yeah. And I, I <laughs> I, I love this. I, I'd never heard about this before we started talking about it just now. What do you guys think about this?
0: I don't think I've ever stepped into an Ikea store.
2: No, how how <laughs> dare you? That's because <laughs> here's the Frisco. thing. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Heath is from Texas. Ikea's furniture errs on the side of small to me. Ooh. I just feel like Heath's brand of big and Texas and like everything's big. Doesn't fit. It just—it's just not the same. I
0: don't think I've ever I been however, furniture shopping. Have general. had
2: child-type <laughs> <size laughs> furniture in, in my house my whole life. Well, it's because Keith's mom decorated uh, his whole house, which is now my house. Yeah. It's um. So yeah. <laughs> no, we You know, I don't think we've ever been furniture shopping together. Really? Well,
0: because we, we've been thinking we were going to have our house to live in for three years.
1: <laughs> oh come so we on. Wait until then. Do, do yourselves a favor and roll over to IKEA for three hours on a Saturday. I You're heard that it's God. like a great. real
2: marriage test, and I just would like to get a few more years under our belt i don't think
0: okay we could talk a whole segment about <laughs> we've been building a house for three years and we're still married yeah. so i think we can survive ikea
2: now this ikea effect so i'm going to relate this to um when you uh, when you give somebody a service for free like for example when um somebody would ask me back when i was doing personal training on you know more like i was do- doing more clients friends family would ask for workouts and say hey can you do a workout for me can you create a plan for me aside from both of my parents and one of my brothers none of those people followed through on the routines because guess what they didn't pay anything for it yep. they didn't really yeah. invest anything it was me i invested in it i put a lot of time in it because i am passionate about people like i think that 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 for a lot of people their health and fitness can be the conduit to so much great success so i was like oh my gosh if you can get this component like this is going to be huge for you but they didn't see that for them. They didn't want that for them. I spent my time making the routine and they were like, okay, cool, thanks. Whereas if they had even paid, yeah, like I don't even know, 100 bucks something. or something, they would have been like, okay, I invested in that. Let me let me actually take this routine seriously. So I, I, I kind of relate it to that in terms of paying for products and services. And I encourage you if you are someone who's like in the coaching business or you know things like that. Now, if you are just getting started, by all means, get some free stuff, get some, yeah. you know, get some clients and and you'll kind of build up your repertoire that way because that's going to help you. But if you're really looking to help people, I think that you, you know,
0: you gotta charge them. Well, but but let me ask you this. Do you think it's, you know, so say we're talking to that person that's in the beginning stage just trying to build their business, mm-hmm. right? It's not just about charging or not. Get them to make some effort of some sort in order to get it, right? So say you don't charge sure, that person, sure, sure. but Find like out, they have to something, fill out a questionnaire. something. Yes, yeah. like yeah. make them put some sort of effort because if your goal is to build your brand around that, but then they're not going to take it seriously because they're not invested in it. Then now you don't have to charge of money. There's other things like she said. Fill out a questionnaire. Do you know? Have them take one step of some sort to show that they are going to be committed. Um, to doing it.
2: So I'm going to use an example of people um wanting to come on our podcast. Yeah. we have been recently getting a, a lot of outreach from people, which is which is an honor. I mean, it it, it means that our platform is growing. Yeah, people saying, Hey, you know, I would love to come on your show. Well, guess what? Often these are people who I can I, I know by the way that they're reaching out about it and speaking about the show, they haven't listened to the show. They're saying that we have a platform and they want to use that. And it's almost like, well, if you if we really want to make this happen, you know, and you want to be a guest on the show, well, then you've got to do the do the work and put together a pitch, right? And listen to the show and put together a pitch and figure out how it would work, and then that's going to be a better guest for us, and and they're going to sound better when they come on the air.
3: Yeah. Yeah. I, I tell the story all the time whenever, whenever I used to do media pitching here at the public relations firm. Um, I would always tell stories about bad publicists that would contact me when I was producing in radio, and there's one in particular that stands out where they were trying to contact me for some guests. It was relevant to the show. Um, but what they did was they called me on the caller line while the show was on the air. <laughs> so I'm producing the show. They call in on a caller line. I pick it up and they say, hey, we just want to talk to you about booking a guest. And I was like, this is the absolute wrong time. This is the wrong place to contact me. Mm-hmm. They didn't invest the time to, to look and just see when are they on the air what is the proper way to contact the producer of the show? They had zero investment. All they did was just call a number that they had and they tried to make their pitch. And I said, "This is not going to work. Like, try to contact me another way. But I'm not interested in what you're doing right now because i'm I'm doing something else You so-
0: showed a lack of they 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 were showing a lack of of care actually right you know yeah. and it's disrespectful almost yeah when, when you have no knowledge of and, it and they're anybody, just trying
2: to take from you they're not trying to right. give
3: yeah anybody on the other end that would invest that time invest a little effort on their end i would i was much more likely to listen to them
0: well, and i go back to as well the the reason why in the franchise world that these franchises um make the people have a franchise fee like in, they're in, in the um, grand scheme of how big the Franchise businesses may or may not be like a ten or twenty thousand dollars franchise fee is not that much in compared to what it ends up costing right to get a business going. Of course. But that little bit makes a massive difference on the amount of success of the people that get into the franchises. That's why they do it. It doesn't. It's not about. It's really not the revenue part. Most of that ten or twenty thousand, they're probably giving away to people for referrals of it all. That's not the revenue, but it's the commitment because they know when somebody puts that—that's that dollar amount of, that they have figured out—that is that key difference that whether they actually commit to making that business work. Because a franchise isn't just turning the key over and get to work. In our business, it's the same way. It's like um, when somebody comes in, they have to get an insurance license and do all those things. And when you um, commit to um, office space or you commit to some of those things that commitment you'll endure it because you'll be more proud of it you'll care more about it because you actually had to go through some putting stuff value on it yes to yeah. get there like if you, if they that's why you see those those people that you'll go oh they're they're entitled rich kid you know took over their parents business and they act that way versus maybe way their father did or grandfather or grandmother or, mo- or uh, grandmother of course. because they actually had to do the work and go they went through the days where they were eating peanut butter and jelly sandwiches mm-hmm. you know where the other one did not have to go through it that's why they value it more
1: right So the reason lottery winners are always end up broke absolutely is because like you didn't earn it like and if you earn it if you have that skin in the yeah. game like it matters so much more
0: to you. but like, I, every dime the biggest I, I love your look on this jenny on, because i didn't think Thanks, about that babe. but but because I, th- I take that bid yeah i turn toward you <laughs> because in today's world a lot of people are trying their side hustles and mm-hmm. stuff right and if you can get influencers for instance and stuff on your um, bandwagon to show things whether it's your new little business of whatever it is okay great now um, but here in, in, in a lot of people are trying to start those and they're sending it out to all these influencer stuff for free and, and not do anything with it right you're never going to... They're, they're never going to get the real value out of it. You've got to... Like, honestly, it's, it's more important, I think, to find, you know, five influencers that will fill out one little survey or something or make a little order of your product that you give to them for half off or, or you have something that then try it for them to do it versus sending it out to 50 for free because if somebody shows that little bit of effort, like the IKEA mm-hmm. effect here is they're gonna actually care more about it they if they like it they're gonna love it more right mm-hmm. there was something in that aspect of it for them and so I think that would be a that's an important tip to take here um, that just giving free stuff away You know, a lot of people will throw it. Well, you're not always
2: hitting your right audience, too. It's like you're just kind of, you know, throwing it out there and seeing, you know, who likes it. Like, here's a free table. Well, if somebody kind of helped to build that table or invested a little bit or was really attracted to it, like they were already a potential customer of that table, and they're like, yes, I am willing to work on this table and build it, or I I like your product and I'm willing to put myself out there for it. Um, Yeah, it's more like long-term success with that.
0: Yeah, they're they're going to have a passion when they talk about your product or company Mm -hmm. or whatever it is, in a much different level than. A whole bunch of people making one little quick post because they got some free.
2: Well, and what I learned a little bit um, with the giving out uh, personal training and writing programs for people I care about was I would have them do a pretty lengthy intake form because, first of all, that helped me to craft a better workout for them. And I would make them do the smart goal setting, which I've talked about the um, specific, measurable, attainable, um, realistic and um, S.M.A.R.
0: Well that's so smart. So, <laughs> smart. <laughs> so smart. So smart and smarty pants. So can't smart. what um,
2: and mm-hmm. what is the tea? I've been out of the game. Time. For a while. Um oh, oh, time sensitive where you had oh, to. Where hey. you had there to like you, you know, you had to like this is my goal for the next twelve weeks or the next year or whatever. Um and, and so what I found was that when I sent out the extensive um, you know, survey and background and goal setting, some people weren't even willing to do that. Which was fine because then it saved me the time of writing the program and I could focus on the people who were really like, okay, I do wanna do this goal setting and yes, I do want to go through this process and I'll send you you know, health history and all that stuff so that I can make a really robust program and so that they can feel like, oh she put something into this for me too yeah um and when they spend the time going through all the the, the goal setting which is sort of the essentially putting together the ikea table um, i found that they were more likely so i think that that's a really good way for people who are trying to give away products or services in an effort to build their business doing that sort of like underlying research
0: i think if you get more people if, if you get a relationship where there's a little bit put in both ways Um, I think it's going to always be something that's appreciated much more. And then it's also understanding that, you know, through the good and bad times, the actual building process of stuff is what makes you love and appreciate something more than just having something handed to you. So we'll be back on the third segment of Second Shot in just a minute.
1: (laughs) Now, that's what I call ignorance on fire.
0: More of Heath and Jenny still to come. To all my friends in the great state of Texas, if you have not taken advantage, I have a way to save you a ton of money. I have saved over about $3,000 in the last year, and I have no hassle. Go to energyogre.com, put in the promo code SECONDSHOT. Now listen, promo code SECONDSHOT, and you're going to get a free month just for signing up and saving a ton of money. So don't be crazy. Stop sitting around talking about is this the real deal, and go do it right now. Energyogre.com dot com promo code second shot in a free month thanks go get it now run
1: kick off your boots or suit up the choice is yours welcome back to second shot on RNCN
0: so i figured it would be good to um continue kind of maybe talking around some of the bids and some of the turning towards as well as getting to some of the stuff in um, our second shot facebook group that we some interesting uh, conversations kind of coming up again. It's a second shot Facebook group. Uh, go and apply for it. You can join this super secret club. Yeah. <laughs> and second shot cast at gmail.com. Uh, you can shoot us an email with anything that you have. And also I, what something I thought was absolutely hilarious was um, my sister-in-law got a call from a teacher. Um, <laughs> our seven, my our seven, eight year old niece. Um, Kenley loves the show. Oh. and she shout out to kinley yeah, yeah. yeah. Thanks, she, kinley <laughs> she was youngest um, listener Hi. she she was in the in her class and i guess something happened um and they have some work they do on iPads as kids i guess you know and um kinley got in trouble because she downloaded the second shot podcast onto the school's <laughs> iPad trouble <laughs> what because no. they're, not allowed be to, they're not yeah. allowed to download stuff there with it. Like they're not allowed to like download stuff, I guess. But she went ahead and wanted to listen to the Second Shot podcast, so she downloaded the Second Shot podcast app and subscribed to it. As she should, and as the you teacher on the iPad, you know, pops up the new episode of Second Shot. And she's like, "What is this? <laughs> what is on, this? Okay. We're, getting, we're getting
1: children in trouble she's now." She's a we rebel should probably with a cause. <laughs> maybe, I don't know if we should take it easy on the joke. Good for you,
3: Kenley. Yeah. Uh,
0: I thought that was hilarious. Advice, follow the
3: rules. Advice to Kenley, You can play it directly out of the SoundCloud uh, platform <laughs> oh. without having to download it, if you like, or YouTube or Facebook.
2: <laughs> Pro so tip: You don't have to
0: download anything if you don't want to. <laughs>
2: Sorry great. to her mama.
0: I, <laughs> I just thought that was hilarious. I was like, <laughs> "There are." worst calls that you get from your eight-year-old teacher you know right. different type of things but i just i thought that was pretty dang funny can we, yeah. put, out, can we put out like
1: a second shot bounty if your kid gets a write-up <laughs> yeah. and you send it to us we'll send you a t-shirt or something yes. yeah. i'm not the yeah. one that can make that call i'm just saying yeah. that would yes be a neat, yes
2: i would love a that neat idea
1: that would be a good one yeah
2: So I I wanted to also talk about something that was happening in the group. I'm liking that people in the group are starting to um, direct their business questions to the group. And as we get bigger, I think that we'll be getting, uh, you know, more lengthy responses. But um, Jamie wrote in to the group saying, I'm considering trying to design an app to be used with the business I am involved in, which is ranching. I have a basic framework of what we would like the app to do, but I've absolutely no software or coding background. Does anyone in the group do app designing or has anyone oh, been awesome. through the process that may have some ideas of where to to start? Thank mm-hmm. you for your time. And I love that she thought of the group when she was, you know, starting to go. Or I think Jamie's is she. I'm well, like, that's one of the, the good things. If you're
0: somebody listening, you're not a part of the group, and you have maybe some experience doing this, mm-hmm. go join the group right now and go yeah. in there and answer the question for. I would to say that much.
3: was part of the original idea of the group, right? It was. was to connect people mm-hmm. and say, hey, if there was a problem that you had. Not just talk about the show, but uh, actually form a community of some sort. Yes, yeah.
2: yes, yes, exactly. And then Javier asked about meditation. Yeah. yeah this is a topic that uh, Heath and I both very much appreciate. Um, he was talking about Dan Harris. Heath and I both read his book. 10% actually. Happier. Mm-hmm. Really good book. To his book yeah. And, um, you know, I'll be curious to to hear how he does how he does meditation. And I think when people hear about meditation, it's super intimidating. And my suggestion with that is start with a guided meditation, which you can find on an app. Heath loves um, Headspace. Headspace. I've got like my fitness app um, from Equinox has a guided meditation. Of course, as you get, you know, I don't want to say better at it because there's not like a better at it. But it, you usually get more comfortable with the practice. You can do meditation obviously without someone guiding you through it. But I think that that's like a really nice. I love step the guiding through. into it.
1: Yeah. I need to step up my meditation game. I've been saying that for months. I'm like, I need to actually. Sit okay, down well, and you try just need to it. just you kind do of have it. a lot
0: going on right now. Well, with being, true. but this yeah. would help. Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah, it really would.
2: Yeah. Um, you know, so anyway, so there's discussion about meditation, discussion about apps, etc. And if anybody has, um, any, if anybody is into meditation or wants to learn more about it, there's, you can hop on that discussion too.
1: Yeah, it's really cool. I, I asked a question uh, just a week or two ago about about oh, working yes. like a more loose schedule, right? Do you is it better to work nine to five or is it better to work like in chunks over the course of the day and how do you pad that out and like really intriguing responses. People are really cool about it. I, I love posting stuff over there. And it's fast too. Yeah. It's the only place on the internet I think I can post something and minutes later like I get three responses from people <laughs> that are just like, oh yeah, here's how here's how I did it. Here's yeah. what I did. Like there's super cool people over there. Thanks, I did guys. think
2: that was a really good question that you asked though, because it's um the gift of having a fluid schedule is, you know, I, I think should be a looked at as a gift, but it's such a curse. <laughs> right now it feels like a curse. When you don't have to be at some place at some certain time. I mean you really, I think, have to make a schedule for yourself. and You
0: have to be very disciplined. Yeah. So disciplined.
2: Do you know about time blocking or do you do time blocking or do you know about that concept?
1: I know that if I try to work from home, I have to drive to my library, like local <laughs> library. I got a card two weeks ago, Irving Public. And yeah, I have a little spot that I go sit for like four hours with a coffee and just work because I'm like, I can't. I got to get out of my own space, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. and and like I'm trying to lean into this open schedule kind of stuff but like i'm no good at it i'm like i i'm I'm particular i like when work is done i focus on christine and being home and Mm -hmm. doing the dishes and like when work is it's time to work i'm working and i need to i feel like i need to get out of that well
0: you're, you're not you're not it's not that you're not good at it nobody is when they're used to having that structure it's not a it's not a good or not it's just you're making your right moves i mean the biggest thing is is you have to find those spaces where you go into, and that's what it is for, right? Like, I mean, um, and, like time and, blocking. Yeah, well, I mean, that's what, yeah, yeah, time blocking right, and right. space in general, like a different, like you are, like the library, right? right. That, that's smart, okay? Because you know, it's hard for you to do it there and you get distracted. A lot of people will never be willing to give that up and they get stuck in it and they do a horrible job where you already made the change to go to it. But I'm going to tell you, you need to write out a schedule like a boss made you a schedule yeah. and stick to it. And I think you're I'm right. talking about ride He's it out. He's really
2: good at his ride it out. Keeping oh, yeah. himself on task.
1: It's tough. I'm 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 struggling with it, but uh, in the to,
2: best way, you
0: know. Whatever it's, it's you a use your calendar is. Yeah. You need to have it on there like a legit like I'm talking about legitimately put it on there. Right. Go here there like you have a boss telling you to right. so you go follow it and be there and do it it's and challenging yeah. well and
2: what time blocking will do for you is when you set it up you know from 7 to 8 a.m i do this it gives you a deadline mm-hmm. you know and Give i would everybody suggest a time, what time
0: blocking is doing
2: okay so at least my concept of it and maybe heath has a different one or different people is setting up the schedule for the day and then you have one hour just like you know if you were in that job you have one hour for that thing so that hour you're putting away your phone you're not available to um, you know anybody just like as if you were working in a call center or something like that and then you have a deadline for that one hour or maybe it's two hours the other thing I I think that is can be really effective with this is if you have like a creative thing like you need to do a a blog post or write or get something out like that maybe you give yourself a bigger time block but it's only on two days a week instead of every day writing for 20 minutes Mm -hmm. it's really hard to be effective you know Know how that would work for you. For me, when I get into a, a blog post or I'm gonna write something creative, I need like two hours uninterrupted yeah i couldn't do 20 minutes a day because it takes me a while to get into it um but it's it's but that really works for just some. keeping yourself to a schedule and then the other thing too i mean i believe in outdoor time movement activity i just think that it's so imperative to you know like being able to then dig back into your work so if you have the luxury right now of doing that like okay well now i'm gonna go walk outside for 15 minutes mm. um, or maybe you're meditating but if you write the meditation in it's five minutes, 10 yeah. minutes. You, you for sure will get it done. Now, I will also say, like, eh, look at you, Jenny, preaching this. But once I became a mom, this totally changed for me. I'm no longer able to totally turn my phone off. If she's not with he, me or Heath, I, I, I feel the need to leave it on. So that's something I struggle with. I, other moms and dads probably understand that, too, because I remember I really was able to, as, as addicted as I am to technology, to turn it off. And, like, nobody needs to hear from me. Oh, but, you are? But,
1: <laughs> <laughs> not not a great bit, Heath. Not that. a great bit. I missed that. Too. I, yeah.
2: I missed that bit also. It's turning away. Um, but I was but I was able to accomplish more because I wasn't worried about like okay, mm. you know, is our nanny going to say something or is she at school and she's gosh she's potty training and uh, did she have any accidents and sure. all of those different things. So before you get to that phase, get good on your time blocking. Yeah, <laughs> I gotta
0: work
2: because I I struggle with that now too so much more than I used to.
0: Mm well and, and part of that time blocking things are is is just around discipline being disciplined around it and knowing what it is that your um importance of and how you can get it done yourself right. and and you know like we as far as staying on task and things you know Jenny and I were talking about it with emails and 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 whatnot um <laughs> one of the my th- emails drove them crazy <laughs> well one one of the, one of the, one of the things that I do is I'm not one of those guys that is always checking my email on my phone all the time all right. day um jenny is mm-hmm. um and jenny was asking me like how do you make sure you don't forget them as much i go well i with i don't check emails unless i know i'm going to have a block of time to go through them think through them thoughtfully look at it because if you look at something and it needs more of your time and you for- go on because you don't have time because you're walking down the hall and you shouldn't really be looking at them because you're not gonna be able to put any time and effort into it in my opinion it's more important um to wait till you know it'd be five six hours later and somebody get a response that's actually real thoughtful thought through Mm -hmm. versus getting an immediate response that's not going to really do much good or you look at it and go i'll do it later and you forget because it's already unchecked right i mean it's that's the time blocking too that i do is that i don't i don't look at those certain things um if i'm around people if i'm doing anything like i put them all off in segments to where i'm present in those other ones
1: any any uh, articles books anything i should be reading about how i can lean my personal life and professional life into like stop stop blocking them and be like this is no one just make
0: a schedule for yourself thing.
1: yeah like this is you
0: have to make your schedule you yeah. just that, that you have to sit down and come up with a schedule like a boss Make yourself leave and go to wherever it is there is, mm-hmm. and have it blocked out right. to where when you're home, you're home. When you're working, you're, you're you're working, whether that's at home or not. Right. I mean, but it's just putting a schedule down like you have somebody. It's your job's sure. on the line if you're not at that library by 9 a.m. You know where nobody would know, but right, it, it's important, right? I mean, it is when you draw out that schedule and put it down, you follow it. Yeah, it's, it's amazing, right? It's, it's amazing. It's like, yeah. a, it's like a vision board
2: my mom always laughs about the time she came to visit me for mom's weekend and <laughs> she showed up and i had a white board with Everything included from showering to eating <laughs> to when we were going to walk to the game and everything wow. like that. And she, but that's how I had, and I had a much more chaotic schedule probably than even than I do now. Um, but she always laughs about it. I'm like, but that's how I got so much done. It was probably a great <laughs> you know? weekend. Yeah. It was a great, it was awesome. That works out. We all showered, <laughs> we all ate.
0: <laughs> See, that was more of a natural thing, March I think, for Ginny, where that was not a natural thing for me. That was something that, that, I realized I absolutely had to make myself do I was not a nat I'm not a natural uh taskmaster type yeah. person. Not I, at all. Yeah. Next You're
2: week. good at it though. You go in the home office and get stuff done. Well uh, granted he watches movies while he does it. Yeah. Well what wow. I do what I that's like to do. Background.
0: Yeah, well that's what I I have to, I like to I like to have I need uh, something else to stimulate me, right? So if I have like I have something on the T V over here and I'll have it down and I'm doing my emails and stuff, like I don't know, there's something about distraction or noise i guess that makes me stay in it i don't know it's weird it's the weirdest thing um yeah Yeah. it's it's it now there's times that there's something i've really got to get someone i'll I'll pause it or or turn it off you know but i have to have that distraction piece you know um now we didn't get to get back much to the bids but i'm gonna say look up gottman g-o-t-t-m-a-n okay Mm -hmm. Their research is phenomenal when it comes to bids, turning towards, turning away, doing all those things. And I think that if you go look at them, you'll find a lot of help there. So where can they find you guys at?
2: JettyAnneChondo.com. And I apologize I am
1: so sorry
3: I'm Something's really liking the,
2: the, <laughs> the start stop music situation I wasn't sure if just We could hear that Or if everybody you. else no, could. I
3: apologize He's
2: like wrap it up It's so like when you're On no, the no. Emmy stage right. And they're yeah, like yeah, yeah. yeah you're done uh, at, uh, Instagram Jenny and Chando, Take it away Zach
1: At Apple Zach Intosh On Twitter and Instagram Facebook.com Slash group Slash second shot Join the conversation Come hang out uh, you can find me in here screwing up the entire show.
3: Yes. No,
2: <laughs> never.
1: The the show. You can also
0: find
3: me on Instagram at Matt Stoker one Send me your comments there.
0: If you love us, leave us a rating and review, please, right now. And share us with your friends. And
2: subscribe. Side yes. note, everyone's listening to one and not subscribing. And we know who you are, family members.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and he throws the ignorance on fire on all the platforms. I love you and see you next time. for premium talk radio.